0: Hi, my name is Edward, and welcome back to the Edward Interview Show, where I interview people that I'm curious about today. We have two very, very special people. Um, they, uh, They like each other a lot, and they are Nelsie and Sam. Ladies and gentlemen, Nelsie and Sam. Welcome, welcome. Hello, hello. You may use that mic. There's going to be a lot of mic passing, so I suggest try to make it as least awkward as possible. Is the mic on?
1: Yes, it is on. Okay,
0: that's great. First question off the bat, I ask everybody, is um, how are you guys doing today?
1: Oh, man. Well, we're good, but we're everybody seems to be preparing for this Category 4 <laughs> hurricane that is heading towards the border yes. as... Uh, on the Internet, they were saying that the category doesn't know if it wants Texas food or some Asian Louisiana food. So it's going down straight in the border. But, yeah, I know today we're just um, praying every, everybody stay safe oh, and just, you know, takes this caution uh, from the weather, pe- from the meteorologists and all the news that they take precautions to get out wherever cause it looks like it's going to be real a real dangerous storm. So, hope everybody out there staying safe or they are staying safe whenever this comes out, that everybody's good. So, pass it over to Nelson.
2: Just same here, just praying that we're going to be safe. God has it under control and just be ready because we know how Harvey was. We didn't expect Harvey. And now that we're just a little prepared, we're just going to keep going.
0: Yeah. Uh- Thank you guys for being here. I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy schedules to be here today. Um, I'm not the most qualified, but I'm here. Um, Another question I wanted to ask you, too, is um, how's quarantine treating you so far?
2: Mine's kind of easy. Just work
0: and work and work
2: and clean and work.
0: It's essential worker. Got you. Yes, basically. And Sam?
1: Yes, she was an essential. She was hoping she was an essential worker. (laughs) But they, she was like, please, please. But no, they called her in. That week in March still saying that they were going to, yeah, they never did close back in, once the rodeo started closing back in March. But for me, we did, since I do work at the church uh, that I'm at currently, uh, we didn't have church for like a good That same week, they did close back in March, and we started doing online stuff. So then I started going just on Tuesdays to do our recordings, and that was pretty much it because we didn't go Sundays. Uh, We have church church Wednesdays, Sundays, and they have Bible studies on Thursdays, and then Monday we have young adults, but we weren't having any of that. So I was pretty much home just until Tuesdays, and then once we started up. So I was home most of the time. Uh, I did whenever, I guess, you know, they say uh, I'm very introverted so I was kind of happy that I didn't really have to go out anywhere. I was at home happy. I was like, this is where I belong. I'm happy here. (laughs) Okay. Get to, you know, relax and I practiced a lot of guitar so that gave me a good good. opportunity to practice a lot more, which made me really happy because I hadn't really sat down and practiced as much as I wanted to, but that took, that made me happy that I took time and Uh, mess with my pedals and play guitar but it was good it was good i I mean for me i didn't go crazy but uh it didn't drive me i did miss going out though i did miss going out uh to to take her out wherever we could have
0: gone
1: she likes going to shop for shoes so i know that she missed that terribly (laughs) and uh but i did miss going to church as well being around um my church family and stuff like that but i did miss just going out wherever i kind of wanted to just because i wanted to that but other than that i i didn't uh, go crazy as much as i thought i was Uh, but um, my sister did get sick uh, with it and i did get tested for it which came out negative praise god my whole family didn't get it but my sister did uh, but she didn't get it as bad as, you know, as you've heard when people had to go to the hospital or, you know, get on the machines and stuff, but she didn't have to do that. Thank God. She, uh, she stuck it out at home. She did have a couple bad days uh, where she just wasn't, she was feeling more weak, uh, more than anything, uh, that she just didn't want to get up and do stuff. Uh, cause you know, the virus was taking an effect on her, but, um, so whenever she got that, uh, I had to stay home as well for a while until I noticed that she got better. I got tested negative. So I had to wait till she got better though. Just, you know, precaution, just in case maybe I did get it again or did get it from her later on. But no, we all stayed safe. We all stayed healthy. And I praise God for that. So yeah, that was my quarantine time. I mean, inside the house. And, uh,
0: speaking of siblings, Miss Nelsie over here, um, it's not well known, but, uh, but some of us know that you do have a very, very large family. Would you say so?
2: I'd say it would be like traditional Hispanic culture.
0: Yeah, yeah. I have uh, two other siblings at home, and uh, during quarantine, it's uh, we haven't gone crazy yet, but uh, it's I think we're adapting to just being uh, around each other every day, um, you know, because it's Before quarantine, we were going to school. You know, my sister, she uh, worked. Now she's going to college, and she's doing college at home. And me, I'm going to probably do my senior year at home. So um, for you, who has, you know, how many siblings do you have for the people at home?
2: I'm the oldest out of six kids. So thank you, Mom, for popping all of us out. (laughs)
0: Oh, wow. Thank
2: you for caring for us. Shout out to my siblings. I haven't, we haven't fought with each other physically yet, <laughs> but being with them home every day, it was crazy. A, I mean, I get it. We're going to get lazy sometimes. I get yeah. It. But it was more of like, we're bored. We want to do this. We want to do that. And mm. obviously everything was closed. Yep. So they were just behind a screen or on a phone or just cleaning and they just, Bored, and I was like, you know, I feel sorry for them. I want to do something fun for them, so like we tried to do like little activities that didn't work out because we ended up fighting. So we would just we just try to do what we could, try baking, Ah. try painting, or just little things that we everybody likes to do, and watch movies, obviously. Yeah, a lot of movies.
0: Movies are carrying me.
2: Disney Plus comes in handy. Yeah. Disney Plus comes in handy. We're not
0: sponsored, though. No, we're
2: not. No, we're not. But thank you.
0: But thank you, Disney Plus. Um, Obviously, being stuck at home all day is some people's um, ideal living. But um, obviously, I love getting out every once in a while. That's why I made this show. Um, But it's lovely to have you two uh, beautiful people here. Um, We always start off talking about a little bit of your origins inside of the church. So uh, you can go ahead, speak a little bit about growing up inside of church and how that affected you.
2: So originally, I am not, I didn't start off here. I wasn't born in this church. I went to another church um, and well, my parents got divorced and we left that church and it was uh, maybe like a year that we were just going to different churches and like finding like what we like or like if they're bilingual or like just for everyone else. And we just came one day and I saw my friend from school, her name was Shirley. And I don't know where I sat behind her and she turned around like, you know how in church they're like turn to your neighbors, say hi <laughs> and stuff. Yes. And she saw me. She goes, "What are you doing here?" And I was like, "I'm just testing out the church." <laughs> and ever since there she Introduced me to everybody. She introduced me to Gabriel, that was the youth pastor at the time, and I just felt very welcomed. And my siblings liked it too. And ever since there, we stayed, and that was in 2011. And from there, I just was like going to the kids' um, services and then started going to youth. Got baptized here, and I started doing BGMC. Natalie Garcia needed help with BGMC, and I was like, you know what? Sounds like fun. I'll do it. And then I started just doing praise and i was like okay this is kind of fun and then sister linda was the director at the time thank you sister linda and i stayed with her for a while and from there i switched over to sister anna ruth hi sister anna ruth hi. thank you for teaching me all you know <laughs> and ever since then, i'm here um mm-hmm. now we have e kids
0: yes and
2: i'm so happy and thankful for my team ladies you know who you are <laughs> Yes, you, right there, you sitting at home. Yes, are you? you? You in the audience? Hello. Yes. Um, from there, here we are, and we keep going strong. We're doing it for the kids. Thank you, Gabriel, for giving us this opportunity. Hi, Gabriel.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, so that's my story, how I came here. What's Sam's turn?
1: All right, Sam? That was the T L D R version for for her. She skipped out on other stuff <laughs> no the power institute The power institute was a big part of it <laughs> <laughs> ah sam is bringing back memories <laughs> no i was just joking but um origins right <laughs> yeah so. origin side of church growing up did you grow up in church yes so. mm-hmm. i don't i'm gonna try to not make this long cause more years. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, my dad actually started uh, coming to this church. He came from another church. Um, man, my my parents actually, my parents were actually been here for a while, and he's still currently here. And so, um, I have one other older brother and one older other older sister, and they were here with them. And then when I was born um obviously i was here too so i did grow up here we had a building behind this building here uh you can't see it but pointing that way we had another building we called it the chapel once we moved out but that's where the origin of templo manuel started uh for me i mean that's where i i started coming in from there uh, i grew up here um i started with kids ministries here i wasn't in Or anything like that. I didn't want to do any of that stuff. I was too shy, too <laughs> scared. Probably, um, my mom said I was a crybaby, so that's probably why she's like, "No, you're probably gonna start crying if they do something." Or I was like, "Okay." I don't know. That's probably. I knowing her, that's probably what she thought. <laughs> but so I, I was just here, part of kids ministries. I was come. I would come over here in this building. They would do puppets. Um. Uh. It was um. It was fun I remember those puppet days my dad would actually play guitar for when a character would come out and that would probably be like my favorite is part for some reason whenever like he would start you know ripping them solos for the puppet and I it's funny because I don't remember what puppet it was but I loved it so I remember getting so excited I was like oh my god this is so cool <laughs> and oh man I remember the family I was in charge of it too and uh, they did a really good job of just making sure they give us like gave us the kids a good experience. And, um, I'll never, you know, thinking about it now, when I was little, of course, I didn't think about that. But thinking about it now and thinking of how the experience was for me when I was a kid for those puppet ministry uh, and the other stuff, too, that was a lot of fun. And I, I praise God for that family. I did that stuff, taking the time to really give us a good experience. And um, I was part of BGMC. Uh, I didn't really. I don't remember if I gave a lot of money. It was probably my mom just putting coins in there. So that's probably what every parent does anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the the parents put the coins in the or the $100 bill, they slip it in there. They're like, mm, it's just for my kid to win or something. <laughs> so I don't know. My mom probably did, wanted to do that for me. But no, I never won anything. I won little prizes. So that was fun. <laughs> but um, that's not what it's about, obviously. So, <laughs> but it's about missionaries. Um, so... But yeah, I remember that. Once I started getting a little older, um, I started. Um, we actually moved out of the building, and we, they made the new building where we're at now. Um, I started to come. I was around twelve or eleven. I was around eleven or twelve. Years, I was part. Of, I started becoming what was then Power and Hope Youth Ministries. Uh, the youth pastor at the time was actually Pastor Gabriel's cousin, Eric. Eric Martinez. He was the, the youth pastor at the time. And um, it was actually a new adventure because I was very shy, uh, very introverted. I didn't really want to talk to a lot of people, but it opened me up to meet all these new people that I've never met before outside of school in elementary. It was really... uh, a scary experience for me because I had to talk to all these people. They were all older than me. They were like 15 or 16. And I was like a little skinny 11, <laughs> 11 big glasses, 11 year old. Um, so I was really nervous, but man, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it This is, I say, like where it started to become, where I started to get more involved in church. And then from then on, I was part of the youth ministries. Our youth pastor left um, to, bigger and better things, and uh, we were in transition to youth pastors, and we got different ones. And uh, during that time, when I was around 13 or 14, uh, one of my friends, uh, his name is Lelo, he wanted to teach me guitar. So shout out to him. He's probably – he doesn't have Facebook, so he's probably – oh, this is on YouTube too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if he watches YouTube, but but it's actually Brother Juan's son. He's one of the uh, associate pastors here, and his son was a really good friend of mine when I was little, growing up and little. He would come over to my house, and we would play video games and stuff like that. But when I was, like, already 13, he was playing guitar here. He was actually part of the worship team. His brother was too, Uh, but Layla wanted to teach me guitar, I guess because he knew he was going to leave to move to another church. So I guess he was kind of like looking for somebody to take over his spot of playing guitar. So I guess he saw me. He was like, hey, I'll teach him guitar. So (laughs) I I didn't think that now. But when I grew older, I was like, that's why he taught me because he was leaving. (laughs) He knew. So he was already preparing me, which, man, but I thank God that God put that in his heart uh, because that learning guitar was like the turning point of my life for me since then I learned and I started becoming part of the worship team I started playing um different experiences up until uh 18 I went to this internship uh, there's just a lot of stuff but I'm gonna just skip over it if you're curious you can ask but I don't want to take up too much time I already I should put a watch on me to see how long I was talking so <laughs> but <laughs> no, uh, uh so yeah once I got older, I, I, I've part of the worship team for a very long time, since I was 13 here at the Temple of Mother Emmanuel Church. And since then, I just did a lot of worship, just served my church as much as I could. Just, you know, where God wanted me to do here, I did whatever I could and whatever God led me to do. And then since then, which was up until last year, um, I left the church and now I'm in a different church, Crossroads Fellowship. Uh, where I am now, I'm uh, audio guy there now. Um, took a little step back from worship team, uh, but I do play once in a while. But I haven't played in a while, so <laughs> so I miss it a lot. But it to me, it's like uh, I, to, you know, I feel like it's just like God teaching me some other things right now. So patiently waiting till when I can play again, like a lot like I used to. But for now, I know this is just a teaching process for me and god teaching me a lot of things in this moment but yeah that's uh i skipped over a lot of stuff but pretty much that's what i wanted that was my history i grew up in church i've been in church ever since and my parents have been as well and
0: uh, yeah gotcha very kind of like two kind of like opposite views of, of what you guys had you know both of you guys kind of you know, grew up here, and so for for next, I would like to say, what did both of you growing up in Power Youth do? You know, what are some things that you remember about Power Youth when you guys were, <laughs> when when both of you guys were kind of uh, going to, you know, Power Youth services, when you would play, when you would go, what are some of the things that Power Youth did for you guys, you know, spiritually, for your life, just anything?
1: I the deets on Gabriel right now. I was <laughs> no, <I'm> joking. <laughs> um, for me, Power Youth, well, like I mentioned earlier, for me, it started as Power and Hope Youth Ministries. Yeah. So when it, that started for me, uh, we didn't really have, man, I don't remember. Man, I feel like I'm going to or something. <laughs> <laughs> the only services I do remember the most um, is whenever. We did have our, when our, our youth pastor was Cecilia, and actually Gabriel mentioned her, and when he did his interview with you, yeah. he mentioned her, and she was a big part of our lives too, me as well, and Gabriel, and, and Michael, and Jonathan, That she was a big part of our lives in helping us grow, and teaching us a lot of things, because I think for me, and for all of us at that time, it was our first youth pastor, and our first mentor, that taught us a lot about spiritual life, about God, about you know just a lot about a lot of things about the bible for me so um for me growing up in that during that time and for her to teach us was a very man it was it uh i think about it now and like man i was a i was a pretty weird teenager at the time uh she taught us a lot and It was a lot different we had a lot of people and I think it was in transition of a new generation during that time as well Um, a lot of the older people that I saw when I started becoming part of the youth were starting to leave they were growing up they were getting married they were off to college off to bible school off to do whatever so it was kind of like there was a new transition of these younger people were my age that are starting to come up and starting to be involved and so it was a lot different. So it was like if we were in a transition phase when I was, you know, starting to grow up. And and so it was a lot of learning experience. And it was a lot of fun to me because we had a lot of stuff that we did. We did fine arts. It was our first time doing fine arts. We went to conventions. Even though I had gone to a youth convention before she was youth pastor, but this was like with my friends, you know, with people that I was growing up with in the church. So it was a little, We went to youth conventions. We did fine arts. Um, It was a lot of fun, and I learned a lot. I I would say this is—that's when I started like to really get involved in church, and and then once we started transitioning to Gabriel for Power Youth, it was another transition. Uh, It was a lot different. I actually left uh, to college when he Gabriel became the. Youth pastor, so I really didn't get to see his first year. I missed, I missed the first year and a half of his transition into being a youth, a youth pastor or youth leader, whatever it was at the time. I'm not really sure. Uh, he can correct me later, <laughs> or whatever. Um, but he, uh, when I was back, when I was in Lubbock at the time, off in college. I would watch, and I would see some of the things they would post, and I was like, "Man, they're doing—they're—they're they're having a lot of fun." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they did, so I missed out a lot on that. And when I came back, it was a lot of new people. Uh, it was, you know, he—it was Power Youth. Well, I don't know if he had started Power Youth then, or he changed it later. It wasn't right. It was still Power and Power and Hope still. Our. So when I came back from Lubbock, it was still Power and Hope, and there was a lot of new faces and a lot of new people. I didn't know anybody, (laughs) so it was like a new, like, whoa, who is this? So it was new for me. I met a lot of new people. I came to that service. I remember the first service I came to, it was in here for the youth services. This is when I started kind of remembering a lot um, of the services. Before this, I don't remember the services that much. Besides the ones that Gabriel talked about, the prayer that we would have in the the old chapel. But he already talked about that, so I don't want to re-talk about that. So. Uh, But those were some of my favorite as well, just to uh, piggyback on that. Those prayer services were probably one of my favorites that I felt. You know, even though there wasn't a lot of people there, I did my heart. Like, I put my heart out there because it was like, man, I'm going to worship. If I can't worship with nobody here, how can God expect me to worship when, like, there's hundreds of people? You know, it doesn't matter, you know. Um, But those were my favorite times. Just wanted to throw that out there. So, but when I came back from Lubbock... It was still Power and Hope. There was a lot of new people. I actually didn't play on the praise and worship team for a while, but I was here for the services, and they were a lot different. Um, they had lights on stage. Like, well, not these lights, but some of those other background lights. They had lights on stage. It was like a huge service. I was like, man, we've never had it like this. This is really <laughs> weird. So it was a lot different for me. Well, it was because this church really wasn't into that kind of stuff, like, you know, like when i grew up it was real traditional you know no lights a bunch of flower pots and flower i know pastor mary loves flowers so not knocking on the flowers <laughs> we <laughs> love beautiful. the flower we pot. love them we love them it's just you know for youth you know obviously there's no flowery stuff but <laughs> um but we love the flowers no of course we do so that's why um they're still there so but um but yeah, they had lights. It was like a youth service to me. I was like, man, this is, this is really cool. And you know, the services were a lot different. They were playing a lot of Hillsong United stuff, which wasn't a lot of things that we played when before I left. They were kind of, but it wasn't like a real, real packed youth service. Gabriel had a lot of kit, a little, a lot of youth, not kids, but youth in his in the ministry at the time. And man, that was it was a good time. They were growing, and then. um you know, we saw transition phases, but for me, it was, it was, I saw a lot of transitions is being here at the church. And I remember it being a lot of fun because we were all like real close. Um, we were all just, you know, here having fun. I remember the lock-ins that we had. Uh, those were fun. Man, they were they were really <laughs> good times. They were really good times. And I had a lot of fun when I was part of the uh, youth ministries, mm. even when I was uh, as leadership uh, for praise and worship or whatever it was a youth leader I don't I did a lot of stuff I don't know I didn't stick to one thing I would help Gabe out a lot and whatever he needed um, whether it was here to be early to set up or do the stage design or man we were here for a while and I learned about serving that's what I can say being about in the power and hope youth ministries and and now power youth I learned about serving and serving others serving people loving on them and I could say that's what I took away from a lot of the experiences in, in that time. For me, that's what it was, you know, not just being a part of, you know, having fun with your friends, but also serving them, serving the people around me. So that's what it was for me. So,
0: Nelsie, you were, um, of course, you grew up in this church through Power Youth. Um, talk about some of the memories that you remember about how Power Youth affected your spiritual life, um, you know, Maybe some of the friends that you kind of like, you know, saw, of course, empower you that you were able to grow up with.
2: So I really did love Power and Hope. It was still Power and Power Hope. Power and Hope, yes. And I was, I was maybe barely becoming a preteen and stuff. So when Shirley introduced me to Tammy, my best friend now. Hi, Tammy. Hi, um, Tammy. Tammy introduced me to everyone <laughs> here and there was a lot of older people, and I was like, oh my goodness, I look like a kid compared to these people here. This is awkward, but then everybody was just like welcoming, like you knew like, oh, these people are seniors, these people are juniors, and I'm up here like still a middle schooler, you know, and what I really loved about um, Power and Hope, Gabriel had like many ideas, like every month it was a brand new idea, brand new theme, sometimes we would do games, and I just remember Tammy would always tell me, oh, we always go early to help Gabriel decorate. Like, every month it was a decoration. We had soul detox was one theme, and he had, like, an actual cutout. And then we had our Valentine's stuff, and we were on the floor cutting um, construction paper hearts, just decorating things. And every other month, either the stage was here or the stage was on the side. If it wasn't on the side, it was over here. And we were just trying different things out. And it was just, like, a lot of ideas that Gabriel had and just, like, intrigued us, and we just wanted to help out. And they always say, like, your church, when you go to church, you have another family there. And it feels like that. When you're in your youth, you experience all your friends, and they become your family. Even though you don't talk to them every day, you still see them, and you're like, oh, we have that connection. You know, we started your teenage years and stuff. And now that I'm an adult, I think back, and I'm like, man, I never understood how the hermanos, to be like, oh, the kids and the youth are our are next generation. Are, are they're the ones that are going to lead people. I never understood they're saying until now. I see the youth, and they're so full of energy, you know. they Yes, your teenage years are crazy, you know. You have a lot going on with school, and church is always going to be that safe place you can go to. So I feel like the youth was my safe place to go to. So after school, we would come. Help out. I wasn't doing anything else. You know, I felt happy here. I felt safe. We had a lot of fun with the lock-ins. <laughs> yes. uh, here, I had my first convention. I didn't even know there was things such as youth convention, and it was just crazy to see like there's youth worshiping God, and we didn't have that at my other, at my other church. I was just like, oh my goodness, I need. A, I want to be involved. I want to do this. I want to do that. Obviously, you can't do everything at the same time, but I did help out. In the media, I forgot to say I helped out in the media's department. Still, am. Yes. Technology's crazy, but um, yeah. So, like for youth, I feel like that was my childhood home, my safe place I can go to. And sometimes I do wish I was back in the youth. I do wish, like, oh my goodness, services are different. Like people relate closer to that because I'm still like at the mindset of like I'm still like a little teenagerish, but I'm an adultish. Got you. And I just love the youth, you know, yeah. youth, just, I love
0: y'all. Thank you, I love y'all. appreciate it. Um, I like to see the, uh, the, the, like, between both of you guys, like, you know, oh, one, both of you guys kind of grew up in youth. Then it's to see, like, you know, both of you guys kind of do media now. But then, you know, you guys, well, you still do. He used to do stuff with kids ministries, you know. That's great to see, you know, between both of y'all guys, like, you know, like similar interests. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you is um, getting into, like, kids' ministries and stuff like that, doing E-Kids, what kind of experiences and memories do you feel, like, pop up when you think about, like, E-Kids, doing BGMC, VBS, and those type of things?
2: You're making me think in the past. <laughs> um. When I first started, I was very nervous. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what to do because I don't have a degree in teaching and stuff like that. But um, uh, I'm just so grateful for Sister Linda, Sister Anna Ruth, that they actually just showed me, you know. They showed me, like, little things like that. And I remember Sister Anna Ruth's words one day was, like, don't ever expect the kids to, like, not go crazy and stuff you are doing god's work you have to be ready always have your lesson ready it doesn't matter how many kids show up you're still doing god's work it can you may never know what kids are going through at home you may never know what they're feeling and stuff because kids obviously they have a hard way of expressing their feelings and she goes whatever your lesson is you always pray about it always pray about it and the holy spirit will guide you to say those words And I remember one time I was with her, and something inside of me was just, like, controlling me. And I'm like, I I need to do this. And Sister Nando was like, you do it. And I did, and I just felt the Holy Spirit. Like, I had goosebumps. I have have goosies. (laughs) Um, And I was just trying to teach the kids, like, it's going to be hard to focus on God. No one said this was going to be easy. Even Jesus said it wasn't going to be easy. But if you're determined and you're going to focus, like, you're going to be able to experience God's love. You're going to experience the Holy Spirit and stuff. And for some reason, I just wanted to teach that to the kids. I'm like, this world brings a lot of distractions, and it's easy, you know. And just when I did that, I just had the Holy Spirit just come up me. I don't remember what happened after that. But um, just, like, I always have to remind myself, these kids are our next generation. These kids are the ones that are going to come up, and they're going to know who God is, you know. I feel like. Uh, if you teach kids um, about God early now, like, that's their their home space, you know? There's a lot of people out there, a lot of kids that don't know anything about Jesus. And when they start introducing, like, start talking about him, they're like, oh, like, maybe I should have learned this earlier. Like, all the Bible stories, you know, about David and Goliath and Jonah and the whale. Like, it's just little fun stories that you can show them. Yeah, it's like maybe... My favorite memories are like things that I have to keep reminding myself as I continue doing this ministry.
0: Got you. And uh, Sam, I wanted to ask you uh, about, um, I don't know if you watched the uh, e-worship Edwards interview show. Um, You can watch that after this interview, the e-worship interview uh, episode down below. But I don't know if you watched it, but um, there was a, uh, a very long segment where they were talking about um you <laughs> uh you know i don 't know if you know All this, <laughs> but uh it was kind of specifically um Tammy and Selena talking about how you kind of you know brought them into the worship team um and got them uh you know going into the worship team and it stuff. <laughs> What can you say about, um, some of the stuff that they were talking about? You know,
1: you, you know, what were the things that you saw in them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to write some stuff down cause I'll forget and I'm going to be like, so I was writing while she was talking. So just in case everybody's like, oh, he's just texting away. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. texting My secrets. No. <laughs> um, I actually wanted to add on something that she said, um, about the kids ministries um, uh, I do want to add that to me when I was growing uh, I was watching this video like a c- couple of days ago like on Monday it was me and Jonathan and Daniel Esparza, We were Daniel showed us a video and it was like a VBS from like 2013 and uh, I was just mentioning it to them earlier but I saw like youth. You know, like that are involved now, like you were in it, yeah. and I was like, man, they were so little, and your brother Chris, and um, and I saw uh, Selena in there too. This is going to kind of go into when yeah. you were asking me, and I saw them, and I was like, and I told them it's crazy because like they're so little now, but it's so crazy to see them involved now in church, and how she was talking about kids ministry, like. You don't know what they're going on, what they're going through at home. Um, It's true, like, like, I don't know who their teachers were at that time, but look at them now, you know, like, they're serving, they're here at church, and it could have been because here at kids ministry at church, uh, that teacher, somebody encouraged them, like, hey, keep coming to church, you know, God's gonna bless your life, and I know that's what Nelsie's doing for the kids here as well, whenever she's teaching them, and I praise God that God put that inner heart to do for them. Cause I know when I was little, like I mentioned earlier, like uh, seeing the puppet ministry, how experienced that was for me. Like I think those good experiences, you know, kept me coming to church, kept me wanting to be here. And it taught me a lot of stuff. And I still remember all the little Bible stories and, and some crazy stuff. I do remember some things and it was like, man, well I, some of them didn't make sense to me cause I was too naive or too little, but, um, but, yeah, no, that, that, that's good. And uh, that she's putting that heart to heart to them. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I want them to know. So, but for me, in a different part of the ministry, like another side of it, like for me, praise and worship, how um, what I saw in them, um, first, I would say it was a selfish reason. Cause I needed people. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'm <Interesting>. just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. It wasn't. I didn't need people, but that wasn't the number one reason. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a point of time. Man, this is. I'm. A, I'll put a timer on so I don't take more than three minutes.
0: <laughs> Dude, it's fine. <laughs> so, it's fine.
1: Uh, so I guess to kind of go back to why I saw something in them or what made me. Cause it was actually a couple people one of them is not here uh, anymore but um when i was growing up here at church you know how i mentioned my friend Laylo. um he i don't know what he saw in me or maybe it could have been because he was leaving and whatever but i thank god that he put that in his heart to teach me something and man i that really changed my life completely and doing what i am doing today and i love it so much i always felt like i was born to do it too so man i thank god for that and so there was a point of time playing praise and worship here that on days um that it would just be me on stage on a friday night when we had friday night services and i know gabriel's probably like man i remember those (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i think they do too um i don't i don't know who was here i just remember playing and wanting to be like it's just me up here so i was more focused on that but um i remember those friday nights it would just be me uh, playing sometimes and sometimes i would ask people like hey can you show up and nobody would show up there would be one person that would show up a lot and um man i praise god that he had that heart to come help me even on days that you know maybe he didn't want to or you know but he had my back a lot in those times, and I thank God for that. And um, it was uh, actually David. He would come on Fridays to help me out a lot. On days that I didn't even, like, have anybody, he would be here, just him. It would just be me and him sometimes. He would play the drums, and I will play guitar, and it would just be us two on a Friday night. And I thank God because those times really opened my eyes to why I looked. For others because man it was just me and I was like man I need a this kind of it's a this is a problem. Like what am I doing to kind of show or raise up people, you know, they say about investing and showing people in, in ministry, you know, mentoring or uh guiding people, you know, and so I thought about that. I was like man I don't know <clears throat> what to do. I I need musicians, but I don't know who wants to learn. I don't know if anybody even has time to learn or if they even have the heart to learn. Like, you don't know. It's just taking a risk and asking people. Um, but once uh, once we started youth, uh, once I started coming back, when I came back from Lubbock and the praise and worship team kind of just dissolved or I don't know what happened, I started playing again. the youth praise and worship team and then ended up just being me for a while and um me and david and so it was like what are we gonna do we need people and gabriel would tell me too he would be like you need people and i'm like i don't know who to ask you know you'll get me somebody no you'll get somebody so i don't know we it was just a rough time for us because we didn't have a lot of people on the praise and worship team um, it was just me and David. Sometimes it would just be me. Sometimes it would just be him. And it was just go back and forth. And then I think at the time uh, Tammy started singing, once we started kind of, um, um, kind of started like trying to find people. And Tammy started singing. And I remember her first time going to find art, uh, how nervous she was. And I think you were already singing on the praise and worship team for the youth then right not but not a lot and i think that's Tammy's behind guided. the camera for yeah. the folks at home by uh, the way oh i didn't even so. see her there no, <laughs> right so yeah she's right here so that's how i'm mm-hmm. pointing that way she's my uh she's our nervous to keep us from getting nervous she's like or oh, yes. she's like <laughs> but tammy um started was already kind of singing on the praise and worship team uh for the youth and i remember in my heart, like, I know Tammy, like, I can tell Tammy loved doing what she loved to do, like, she had fun doing it, I guess in that, I saw, like, man, I should, you know, help her, like, you know, just talk to her whenever she feels discouraged, because I know there were times when I was young and that age as well, or when I went to fine arts, man, how discouraged, guy like, I can count, I can count on the time, uh, on my hands, how many Fingers on my hands. How many times I've got discouraged, or or not? Like you know, like I've gotten, I don't have enough hands to count. You know, I've gotten discouraged so many times, and it's hard. And, and she actually brought it up that day that she was talking, um, that she did the interview with you. That she brought up how she saw, and you know, she started crying that day. I do remember that conversation. I do remember that, and. Pretty sure she's surprised that I actually remember that, (laughs) but I do remember that we were actually over here behind this uh, glass door, and we were talking. And I told her about those times that man, I felt like nobody was there at times when I would play. Gabriel can account to that too, actually, um, that there was nobody here and it would just be me and Michael. We just I would just play and nobody would show up, and we were. (laughs) It was seven thirty. We're like, "Where's everybody at? No no (laughs) one's coming or." I guess not, I guess it's just us, and we were just pra- praising and worship, and I told Tammy about, th- I don't know if I did tell her about those times, but it reminded me about those times that, you know what, man, it's okay, you know, just worship, just worship with all your heart, and and I think from that point on, like, I tried to talk to her and guide her as well, and I remember at Fine Arts how nervous she was, and I, you know, man, I remember the first time I did Fine Arts, uh we actually got a time violation because of me, uh, because of my, I panicked and all my pedals got tangled up my cables. And so I was like trying to untangle (laughs) everything. And I got mad at myself after that. I was like, man, it's my fault. You know, like uh, maybe we had not had that time violation. We would have done, done, done a lot better. Uh, maybe we would have gone to nationals or something, but um, i don't know i just blame myself because i felt like i wasn't prepared i didn't do my best and it was our first time so i mean of course but even then i felt like i just like should have done better and i felt tammy felt the same way you know like i could have done better i should have done better i i know i had it in me and you know i remember i we've had our talks about you know times in praise worship where we just get discouraged and i think that's when we started connecting a lot more just through talks and that and i saw that in her and there was another uh, youth at the time her name was shirley the one who got nelsie who welcomed nelsie here at church and and she was at i actually talked to her about singing as well and she's not here at the church anymore but um i tried to get more singers because i needed them because i don't like the way i sing so i was like i need girl singers or guy wow. singers i need people to sing interesting <laughs> and so uh, i tried to get her to sing as well and she did fine arts as well, and man, she was a nervous wreck too. I remember that. <laughs> but um, uh, I was really happy that they took the chance and took and had the courage to step out of their shyness and nervousness, and and then uh, later on, uh, I needed more singers still because I, I, I wanted them to rotate. Because uh, I know that we still needed help in other areas. So I was like, maybe we can rotate them and they can do some other stuff or whatever. So then I uh, I think I went to a choir concert at North Shore with Nelsie and I saw Selena on the choir team and they were singing and I was like, she sings. I didn't know she was in choir. <laughs> so, I, you know, ding, like I could ask her, like, why don't you just ask her? So I did, I asked her, I was like, hey, how do you feel about, you know, singing? And I saw you, or I don't know how it came up. I I might have asked her if she sings on choir or how she felt about it. I may have asked her if she likes it, if she liked it or whatever. Uh, But I asked her, and I didn't push her. I I knew that because it was like me. I just think of everybody like of my mentality. Like if somebody were to ask me, I would feel pressured. Like if somebody were like, you should really do it. You know like i was like i don't know if i'm ready so i kind of felt that from tammy and selena and shirley as well uh, that i when i asked them i was like just ask them you know just maybe they'll say yes if no it's okay but you know encourage them and so i was like okay in my mind i was like i'll encourage them to do it so or selena so i just sort of you don't have to say yes, but i would really like it you know i would love for you to join us because you know we obviously need more singers and and you're in choir, so I don't doubt that, you know, you don't know how to sing. So mm-hmm. um, I don't even know when she sang. Um, but I was really happy she took that courage. And and seeing her now singing on the e-worship, uh, leading songs, and uh, seeing her growth. Ugh, seeing her growth mm-hmm. uh, from where she started, that's what's, like, oh. God, gets me, like, proud of her because she uh <laughs> she was so shy and to see a timid shy girl singing on sunday or with with us on youth ministry and just seeing her like belt these songs out like with, with like heart and soul and it it made it made me proud because i was like man i'm i'm glad thank you god for putting that in my heart to speak to her like to give her that chance because um i felt that when I was young, I felt like maybe nobody ever saw a chance in me because nobody asked and I felt like, how are these people or how am I gonna give anybody a chance if I don't ask or look for them? They're all probably gonna there's probably people sitting in the pews thinking like man, I wish I could sing or you know maybe I'm they're and they're too shy to ask, and they just need a little push and I felt like man, there's people out there, and that's why." I, I feel like God just lead me to those people to push, give them encouragement. And I thank God that, uh, you know, for Tammy and Selena and that, um, that God led me to them to push them in that direction because, uh, there's some times where, you know, people overlook us or, you know, like they don't think that, oh, Tammy doesn't want to sing or whatever, or Selena, maybe she, I don't know if Selena, maybe Selena would have ended up singing eventually, or I don't know i don't know what god's plans for her were but or are maybe it was she was supposed to sing eventually on the team and maybe just god put pushed me to speed it up a little bit i'm not sure but uh i just feel like sometimes people are too shy to ask or too shy to look for it and and i i pray that god always leads me to those people that to encourage because like even when i was little i was always shy to do something and i pray that god i don't want people to feel like i did like just Mm -hmm. too shy like i want somebody to encourage i didn't have a lot of encouragement when i was growing up but besides our youth pastor cecilia and gabriel who would encourage me as well um so yeah that's what led me to them because i i guess because i knew they were shy and i knew that they were that god had put something in their heart for them that i knew that god was gonna use them in a great and mighty way and that's what i tell them all the time what i would tell them all the time like god's gonna use you you know god's gonna take you places you've never thought you could before just but you gotta be real you gotta let god just use you be transparent when you worship just and that's when god flows and shines through you so yep that's it
0: (laughs) wow that's 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 honestly a great way uh of saying that uh, they were, they're beautiful singers, and uh, I'm, I'm really, really glad that uh, they're able to be up there and sing and you know, do their thing, you know, for God. Uh, you can check out their side of the story on the E Worship interview one. But uh, we're gonna go ahead and move on to some of the user questions. These are questions written. By people, anonymously.
1: I know it was you, Gabriel.
0: (laughs) So, the first question is, uh, we can go from both of you. You guys kind of already talked about it. But uh, let's start off with uh, Nelsie. Nelsie, what about kids' ministries do you love the most?
2: Um, Like I said, I guess, I don't know, for some reason, I'm just, I love kids. You don't, like, they're funny. And they're, <laughs> yes. they, they don't even know they're funny. Mm-hmm. And it's just like they brighten your day. And I do work with kids right now. I work at another church um, with their kids' daycare. And every day it's different, you mm-hmm. know. And one thing that I love is that kids are so innocent yeah. that whatever you tell them, whatever you're teaching them, they're going to take it to heart they're going to be like, oh my goodness, like, Miss Nancy taught me this, or this and that, and I didn't mention, um, for my old church, there were three people that were our Sunday school teacher, it was, uh, her name was Hermana Elizabeth, her daughter Nancy, and another hermano named Mandonado. and they just always taught us every Tuesday for prayer and stuff, and I remember their lessons, like, They don't know what I feel about them, but they taught me a lot growing up. Uh So I feel like now that I'm a teacher and I'm teaching these kids, they're going to grasp something, and I'm not even going to know about it, you know? It could be the simplest detail that they're going to take to heart, tell their parents, and those parents may or may not be saved, but that one sentence or that one story can have a whole family be saved, you know? And there's this little girl at work that she loves God. Mm. And she makes me question like myself, like, what are you doing? Like, why aren't you serving enough? And she would always tell me, Miss Nelsie, can you play Waymaker? Miss Nelsie, can you play Great Are You Lord? And I'm like, how does this girl know these songs, you know? And she's two and she just sings with her heart out. And I I see her and I'm like, oh, kids are so innocent, so pure that God's love is like that, you know? God's love continues to be like that towards us, and the stories that you and you show those kids, those are the stories they're going to grow up and they're going to tell their kids and generations to come. So I just feel like it's just a connection that I love with the kids' ministries and stuff.
0: Oh. and then we grow up and then we turn into monsters. No, I'm just kidding.
2: Turn <laughs> very, very young. Yeah, yeah. We don't turn old. We turn young.
0: Oh, we're all. We're all young in my eyes. We're all young. I told you know Jonathan last episode. Jonathan, he's he was like, I'm 29. I feel young and old at the same time. I'm like, nah, you're still young. So I believe that everybody is is, is still young in, in, in their in respectively, respectively, their own way. You know, uh, Sam, is there anything you wanted to say about that?
1: Kids ministries, y'all. It's important in churches. Yes. You never know. Like yes. all that I'm getting out of, out of like remembrance is like kids' ministries is very important. Invest, invest in those kids' ministries, and you never know what what's how, like. Nelsie said those kids going could go through a lot at home, and they're young, they're two, and they don't understand. But you can plant a seed in their heart. So that's what I wanted to tell.
0: Um, Nelsie, can you confirm that you two are uh, a couple, right?
2: Yes, we are a couple. On our, <laughs> On our good days, when he doesn't make me mad. Do you
0: guys know how long you guys have been seeing each other dating?
2: Um, three years.
0: Three years.
2: Three years. Yes, That's it's been three years. Um, crazy life with him. <laughs> you no know, females. Get your man all check. Wow. Please.
0: Yes. Just
2: kidding. We love him. That's crazy. But three years. It's crazy because I never thought I would ever date Him, like I would see him in youth. I never thought of dating him, but uh, I don't know, God, I don't know what you did. I don't know how this conversation happened, but thank you. I don't know if you want to add on. Okay. Got you. You can add on. He doesn't want to add on it. The the
0: next the reason I ask these questions because the next question is what were your First impressions of each other.
2: Oh no. <laughs> you go first.
1: <clears throat> <I'm just> j- <laughs> well one thing was that she was very I think she was very responsible. <laughs> very responsible. <laughs> yeah, like she was very responsible for like a lot of stuff. I I guess it's because she's the oldest, so she had like a lot of. I think her. No, I don't want to say it, but she had a lot of responsibilities. <laughs> let's you. Just put it like that. <laughs> Got you. Um, I don't want to put anybody on blast right now. So, <laughs> 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 so, um, but she had a lot of responsibilities, and I noticed that was like my first my first real impression of her, and that she would just do a lot, and which surprised me a lot because like. It, I didn't expect that from her, but she does. She's very responsible. She's very, like, we got to get this done, which is, like, sometimes it's like, no, because I'm very chaotic. Like, I'm very, like, no, <laughs> like, I don't want to do that on time. That's like, hilarious. let me do it when I want to do it. <laughs> She's like, no, let's do it, like, now. And I'm like, dude. <laughs> But I still don't. I still do whatever. Like, I, I'm i my own little, I'm in the wind. I'm like, oh, whatever. Let's just go wherever it goes. But she's very responsible and like that. So she does keep me tame in that, like, if we got to wake up at 10, like, she'll tell me, like, you got to wake up at 10 and call me. And I'm like, like, I am awake, but I'm not ready. I'm just, like, just chilling. Doing whatever I don't know, listening to music or watching a show and I'm like, Oh, is it that time already? I lose track of time, so but yeah, she's very responsible and
0: uh, speaking very of very responsible, Nelsie and Sam were three hours late to this interview and so we're doing this three hours later <laughs> than it was actually scheduled. I just wanna throw that out there. It but uh Nelsie, well. <laughs> go ahead and uh, say your first impressions of Sam.
2: Wait till we get home. <laughs> Wait till we get home. Um, The first time I actually saw Sam at church, he was playing guitar. We had a power institute, that would be called it. And he was leading worship, and he also had his little uh, session where he was going to teach about worship and stuff. <laughs> and at first I was like, oh, my goodness, like, how can this guy just be up there by himself? You know, like, everyone's just staring at him. And he was just, like, chill, didn't yeah. – nothing phased him up there. That's here. Sam. And I was like, wow, like, even with all this pressure, he still serves. So I feel like the first thing that I saw with him was just his willingness to serve, you know. He – I think he never says no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think he'll ever say no. Like, if you ever need his help, he'll, he'll go. Yeah. I remember um, um, he also makes you question things, like – like, how much do you love God in a way, you know? Like, if you're going to serve a lot, like, like just, you know, like, when you're going to serve and stuff, just do it with all your heart. So, with him, I think first impression was, he's a rocker dude, you know? Wow. Rocker dude with the hair. And everybody knows you for, like, the way you move on stage. It's okay. <laughs> and just, he, his heart, you know, he's down to earth. He's willing to serve and just loves people.
0: Great you like, like, can you appreciate how good he is at, at guitar?
2: There will be days where, like, we're on the phone and he's practicing. And I'm like, I heard this, like, more than five minutes now. And I start memorizing what he's doing, but he doesn't know it. And I'm like, this is too much guitar, you know. Like, I'm not a music <laughs> wow. person. But he'll, I like, I don't know how he does it.
0: Got you. Got you. Um, this, uh... Next question here is a a little touchy. I'm going to go ahead and ask if you can give Sam the microphone real quick. This is a a moment that we've been waiting for for a long time. Let's see. uh, Let's see what happens. This next question is from an anonymous person. I did not write down this question. said, do
1: you miss Emmanuel Church? Oh they're gonna have to cut this part uh. <laughs> editing post edit uh i do i actually was talking to nelsie about this a couple of weeks ago uh, i do miss it uh i do miss my friends no i was joking <laughs> <laughs> they're probably watching this like a little jerk <laughs> uh no i do miss my church fam i guess that's how they would say it um I do miss it being here. I do miss seeing my dad out there. But I will probably wouldn't see him now because he's stuck at home because of quarantine restrictions. Yes. <laughs> or COVID, COVID restrictions. But I do miss it a lot. I do miss home. I mean, like I, when I left that day that I made my speech on Father's Day, <laughs> I mentioned uh, that this is my home and it will always be my home. And it, it is. This is where my mom and dad were for a long time and i grew up here i was baptized here i was baptized with gabriel on the same day as babies on here uh Aww. or presented i think presented a, yeah They're really fun presented Ooh. yeah we were presented on the same day and uh yeah I mean, this is where i man my i was called to ministry i mean i was here when i was called to ministry i was when i first got my calling i was actually at a youth camp, but, um this is where my ministry was growing this is where i i learned a lot i had a lot of heartbreaks had a lot of disappointments had a lot of good times <laughs> had a lot of happiness i had a lot of learning moments a lot of um spiritual um encounters with god here and and this is where my home is home is and it always will be i mean no matter where i'm at i mean just like you know so no matter where i am hundred miles away even when i left even when i left uh to college for like that year and a half or well, college i didn't go to college all time but even when i was in lubbock for a year and a half uh, i st- always still considered this home even though i was enjoying the church i was at i never i never not missed home being here oh. so but yeah so yeah i miss it
0: that's good that's good um it's very nice very wholesome uh you did move on and now you uh work at the road of crosses as a sound engineer which is this next question which is what is it like working
1: as a sound engineer oh oh man this is a loaded question (laughs) uh it's actually a lot a learning experience um this is probably a surprise. I don't know whoever watches this. Hopefully, it's not people from there. And like, oh my gosh, you're gonna get fired! <laughs> uh, actually, um, I did. It's it's good. It, it's a it's a real it's it's rough. It's because they're very um, they're very different. Like you know, when you work with different bosses or different leaders, leader type, leadership type people. Uh, their leadership type is so different. So, like, it took adjusting for me to understand how they are, like, how they want things or how they do things. Because then you got to run at their pace. So, like, it took a while to kind of understand how they do things. It's it, Even now, I've been there for a year, a little over a year already. And it's still, there's a lot of changes. But especially because of the COVID that happened and we had to do changes different ways. So, I'm sure there's a lot of churches are you know like what do we do how do we do this so um that was a challenging as well like how are we going to do this so during that time i didn't really do audio live sound i did more of um, recording stuff during that time which was uh what i really was trying to learn as well so that gave me a lot of practice to be like yeah this is good practice for me so i really uh i learned a lot it's it's a lot different um It was a little rough at times. I did get discouraged uh, because it was like, man, you know, because it's different people and you don't know them. You know, it's a new church for me and I don't know them as well. Like if Gabriel were to get on to me, I point that way because he's over there, but (laughs) that's why I'm like this, Gabriel. (laughs) But uh, he's outside, you know, mowing the grass. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, when Gabriel, you know, were to get on to me and tell me something, obviously, you know, like, I know him. I've known him for a very long time. So I, I have that relationship with him where, you know, he can get on to me about something, and and I know where he's coming from because, like, I know his personality. So it's like, I know he's not mad at me or, you know, he's not taking it personal or anything like that. But with, you know, with new people, like, I don't have that relationship with them. I don't have, like, that connection or whatever it is uh, with them. So it's kind of... I. I need to, I wanted to get to know them. Like, how is it? Like how when they say this thing, what do they mean? Like, you know, there's pastors that say, like, Can I get a little bit of or you know, they use a crazy word, color and you're like, Color? Like what do you mean color? Like on stage? <laughs> like, can I get a little color on the stage? And you put color, and they're like, that's too colorful. And you're like, what? What do you mean? You just <laughs> said you wanted color. Like, you know, you have to. It's kind of like that. Like, when oh, they say, like, gotcha. can I get a little bit of color? What does color mean to them? Like, mm-hmm. do you want mean a lot? Like, do you mean a little bit? Like, what is a lot to them? What is a little bit to them? What is too loud? What gotcha. is too low? So that, I had to wow. think about all that stuff because, like, they could tell me this is too loud. And I'm like, what's too loud? Like, it, like. So I kind of had to test the waters to see, like, what if this is too loud or is this too loud or is this fine? Does this sound fine to them? And that that was what it was like. That's what it's been like for me, like, in this past year because, like, there's just different situations, different things that happen. And it's a learning experience for me. But, uh, and I'm glad because, like, this is what I wanted to do because I wanted to better myself as a musician, Uh I encourage everybody who's a musician on a worship team to learn about sound because it helps you out in the long run. Uh, It helps you learn about what you can do to better yourself in the soundboard or, you know, you can tell when something's off. And for me as a guitarist, uh, it helped me out to understand my guitar pedals and amps a lot more than what I do. So I'm thankful like uh, this season of my life where I am right now. I thank God for it. Um, because it helped me better myself, myself as a musician, and man, I've I thank God because like I understand a lot things a lot better. So for this is just a personal opinion, like I said, but I encourage every I encourage every musician, every singer to learn about live sound because in the long run it does help you out. It really helps you understand uh, the concept of of like just everything. You you begin to understand like. You know, and especially if you want to become a serious artist as well, uh, if you want to start recording and writing your own songs, you can be like, hey, why don't we try this? And you understand what you're doing, you know, like, so I encourage everybody to do it. I, I think every serious musician or serious artist that, you know, wants to take it seriously or wants to help out in their church or whatever, I encourage them to do the same. Learn about Life Sound. Trust me, it'll, it'll help a ton. Yeah. It helped me, so it's helping me even now. So
0: That's uh, good. It, that's really, really good advice, especially for uh, a lot of people who want to get into worship or are already in worship. Uh, this next one is for both of you, but we're going to go ahead and start off with Nelsie on this one. The last question of the user submitted questions is what is something that you admire, admire about each other?
2: Who wrote that question? <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I feel one thing that I admire from each other is that we do have different ministries, but the center of it all is God.
0: Wow. So
2: I, don't, I may not understand everything about worship. He may not understand everything about lesson plans. But at the end of the day, we're serving, you know. I feel that serving is one thing that we admire of each other. Um, what else? We have similarities and stuff. So gotcha. I feel like, okay, like, um, we can connect well with that. And I am very time punctual. But there's some things that just happen.
0: Ah, yes.
2: Sorry we were late. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to blame somebody that's not here. Got gotcha. you. And this one, too. <laughs> but, yeah, so I just feel like uh, what we what I admire most of our relationship is that we're able to serve. Got gotcha. you. And we can just connect.
0: Mr. Sam, what you admire about each other?
1: I admire, uh, I think I've told her this before, but I'm not sure, but uh, I admire the heart that she has for um, people like kids as well um even when she started mm, i think when she started the job that she's at now she uh the heart that she had for those kids like i really admired that a lot because like she really cares about them like you can tell even when she's talking about it, like you could tell how much she loves being with them and she tells me stories about what they say and what they do, and they make me laugh too, because I'm like, man, I wish I could say that dang, but uh, <laughs> but it's there she that's that's one thing that I admire a lot is that the heart that she has that the love that she pours on uh people and kids, like even like sometimes whenever we're um, there's a story that she mentioned that she went to that little that's how you pronounce it. I don't know what it's called. I, I, I'm bad at pronunciations, but but the oh. meat market. She saw this person that was um, trying to pay for something, and uh, she said that he looked a little bit uh, like he was homeless, like he was out in the streets, and she um, and she wanted to help him, and she paid for his drink, for his. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I I was just getting my regular stuff from the meat market. And this guy just really just wanted his drink, you know. He just wanted a Coke. And I was just in line. I didn't even think of anything, you know. And then I saw a guy in front, and he was just being really rude to the man. And he, like, basically threw a dollar at him, and it landed. And that made me mad. And I was like, why are people this like rude to people, you know, everyone should have a kind a caring heart. And it made me feel so mad and I saw him and I just told him, you know what? You can go get chips. You can go get something else, you know? I'll pay I'll pay it for you. And I did and all he said was just thank you very much, you know. One random act of kindness is like what really like I feel like I didn't even know this dude, you know? Maybe he doesn't even remember this or maybe he does. And um, and just makes me think, like, people are really, if you don't have God, if you don't have that love, it's it's hard to show others sometimes, you know? And just ever since that day, like, I was like, you know what? Like, I need to do something more. I need to serve more. I need to do this. Like, even at the store, it's like, I don't know where I'll just smile at people and be like, good morning, or Hello. And I'm like, oh. I used to never do that. I would just be like just go what you got to get and just get out but now I just feel like I'm a people person and I wasn't like that growing up so, so like he said I guess my heart is what he saw tired.
0: Um, that's the end of the user questions um, Sam and Nelsie an ongoing relationship uh, you guys wish you the best of luck God is with you and now that we're done we can go ahead Say goodbye. You can wait for the camera. Please. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.